Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to the Open Mic Podcast with your host, Brett Allen. Join us each week as Brett interviews extraordinary and amazing people. At the Open Mic, no topic is off limits, and you never know who will drop by. Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Open Mic Podcast. It's Friday, coming at you live from the Bay Area studios. Hello, COVID-19 quarantine lockdown week number three. It's hard to believe that uh, we have been at this now for three weeks. It's unbelievable how time has passed. It's funny. A friend actually texted me this morning and said, what day is it? And I was like, uh, it's the third. And they're like, no, like, what day is it? <laughs> and I was like, it's Friday. Holy cow. Well, we're all slowly marking time down on our walls, so to speak, as we push through this. And hopefully we're getting closer to an end. But you know what? We all are doing well, I think, and surviving uh, social distancing. And I wouldn't even call it social distancing. I would just say human distancing because we're still being social. But uh, I apologize, today's episode is a little bit late. I had a last-minute interview that I had to squeeze in this morning that is a real banger. You will not want to miss this. This is a landmark interview. Two of them. Today actually is one of them. The other one will be on Monday. But today we are talking with Stacy Dash. Stacy Dash is the actor known as Dion Marie Davenport from the 1995 feature film Clueless also starring Alicia Silverstone, Brittany Murphy, and a whole nother cast of people that were just absolutely fantastic. And it's the 25th anniversary. And so Stacy, who doesn't do a lot of interviews, agreed to come on and talk to us about the movie, her family, faith, interior design, and how she is dealing with all of this isolation. This is a fun interview, and I am excited for you to check it out Stacy, welcome into the Open Mic Podcast. It's good to have you here today. Thank you for having me. Well, we are talking to Stacy Dash. I am super excited about this. This is a landmark interview for us at the podcast. We've talked to a lot of amazing people, but I'm very excited to talk to Stacy today. If you don't know her by that name, I'm sure all of our listeners uh, will recognize her uh, from the film Clueless. And we are we're, we're celebrating the 25th anniversary of that movie. It's an iconic film. I actually, uh, funny enough, rewatched it last night, and uh, I just had forgotten <laughs> how fun of a film that was. How do you feel about all this? It's been 25 years since this movie came out. Where are you at with all this? You just have to absolutely be in awe. I, you know, I'm actually not in awe. I. Before I did the film, I thought it was an amazing script, and the whole audition process, as soon as I read it, I was like, okay, this is mine. I knew it. I just knew that Dion was mine, and, you know, went in the room, auditioned with uh, Alicia, tested with Alicia, tested with Donald, and we just gelled so well together. And then when I went to the premiere, um, MTV held the premiere on the beach and saw the entire film and saw the reaction, I knew that it was going to be a huge hit and a classic, something that would last throughout time. Um, and that's the genius of Amy Heckling. 
So right now, 25 years later, I'm not surprised at all that it still stands strong um, because she's such a genius. And she was able to take a classic, Emma, and turn it into something for our generation. And it, you know, it's just awesome to be a part of that. I feel so blessed. Yeah. I mean, I tell you what, it's just such a good film. And I I really appreciate your honesty and the fact and your confidence as an actor that you're like, you know what? I know this is going to be successful. I know it's going to be a hit. And that is just so cool to hear that coming from you. I mean, there's just so many iconic moments and so many fantastic (laughs) scenes from that film. Standout lines. I mean, literally, I mean, you've done a lot of great films, but I tell you, this one is definitely, I think is one of the best, in my opinion, and it has stood the test of time. And I know there was a TV show that followed up after, but do you have any just standout thoughts or standout memories from filming that you just go, man, I remember this to be such an awesome and and just a precious moment with such a great cast and crew? You know what? I get that question all the time. Over the past 25 years, I get that question all the time, and my answer is always the same. I don't. Because every single day was amazing. It was just magic. And again, the genius of Amy Heckerling. She was the great captain of a ship. You know, we were, her vision was so clear. And she was able to translate it to us so well that we just got thrust into a world where we just had fun. You know, and every day was literally the best day. So everything that you see on cam on screen is exactly what we experienced as we were shooting it. Now, so we are truly blessed. Yeah, absolutely. I would say that for sure. Now you've done other things and you obviously have a, a huge pulse on the film industry and, and everything like that. Do you think it's common for other casts like that to gel so quickly? Or do you think it's maybe a bit more challenging? I would love to just hear some... Yeah. Some thoughts on that? No, in my 30, I guess I've been in the business almost 35 years now. Um, I have to say, Clueless has and still is, and I hope in the future I get to have it again, the best experience I've ever had on a film. Mm-hmm. Where the cast, the crew, the director, the DP, everyone just, you know, I, It was magic. That's all I can say about it. And no, I don't believe that that happens all the time. I really believe that you are blessed when that happens. And again, I say Amy Heckerling because she made sure of that in the casting, you know, and again, she had the vision and was able to execute that vision and actualize that vision, you know, so that everyone was able to experience her vision to this day, 25 years later, they're still experiencing it. And I believe they will a hundred years from now, which I feel so blessed because that's how I feel about Betty Davis films, you know, old films, Gone with the Wind, Out of Africa, uh, The Godfather, these great films. I feel like Clueless can stand with those, of course, in a, in a different way, but it is one of those films that's just magic. Yeah. I, I appreciate your honesty again, in that because I do kind of feel the same way. You know, there's just so many films that are put out today and so much happening uh, with our entertainment that it is hard to find 
<laughs> I'm sure you know. I mean, you have kids. I mean, there's the superheroes and all of this craziness yeah. and, you know, so many choices. I have a, I have a five-year-old and he is now obsessed with Star Wars. And it's just so fun yeah. to watch him, you know, just be in such awe of, of all of those things that are happening on the screen. And I'm, I'm 45 ish. <laughs> and uh, I, mean, <laughs> I, I remember, you know, growing up with star Wars and seeing that on the big screen. And uh, I'm just excited to, you know, be able to expose him to those things. So the big question is how do your kids feel about mom and clueless? Have they seen it? Have they not seen it? What do they think? Are they your your best or are your worst critics? <laughs> they are my best and worst critics. They're absolutely honest with me, which is why I love them. I love my, of course, I love my children so much, but I'm blessed to have children that have the superpower of common sense and also the superpower of telling the truth. And I've taught them that, to always be honest, because honesty is the best policy. So, yeah, they are just brutally honest with me, and they love clueless. They absolutely love it. I have a daughter who's 16 now, so she's in high school, and I have a son who's 29. And, you know, of course, they look at it differently, but they both love it. They both love it and think that, yeah, it was, you know, the best thing I've done so far Does in the, my career. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does the daughter have any uh, thoughts on your fashion, those amazing outfits and hats that you wore in the film? Does she... Have any uh, opinions on how mom dressed in the film? <laughs> well, you know, she thought the hats were, were, were crazy, but that was Dion. You know, that yeah. was the character. She thinks they were fantastic. And as far as the skirts and stuff, she goes to a school with a uniform. And I base, I really believe that Mona May basically took a schoolgirl uniform and just took it to another level, you know especially because it was the 90s, which was, for me, to me, such a, a weird period for fashion. Mona May was able to take, you know, fashion from other decades and pull it all together and just make it amazing. Yeah, there are amazing. definitely some iconic yeah. things in there. That's very true. But, you know, the funny yeah. thing is, Stacy, is that we're in this generation now where a lot of that seems to be coming back. And, you know, there's this whole new generation that is catching on to amazing films like yours and other TV shows, you know, like Friends or The Office, and they're like, oh, this is like the best thing on television. And it's like, yeah, it is, but I'm glad that I got to watch it in real time. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, but thank God for streaming services and we can go online anywhere and, and watch pretty much anything. Do your kids show any kind of interest in being in the industry at all? Or do you encourage that? Or Absolutely not. Yeah. No. Nope. No. <laughs> Thank God. Thank you, Father. No, they do not want to be in the business. They've never wanted to be in the business. My son and my daughter have both been approached to model, but, you know, my son did run away for a minute, and he was like, no, this is, no, can't do it. And my daughter, my uh, ex-husband and I just have just, no, said no. <laughs> we don't want her in that. So she's a ballerina and a rocket scientist. So I, I, I'm very grateful. And my son's an entrepreneur. So it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, well, that's very good. <laughs> you know, that could either be a great thing yeah, I know. or a bad thing, I guess. You know, they have a great role model like yourself. And, 
you're just always so honest and open about your faith, which I, I just admire so much. And I feel like, you know, is just something that seems to be lost these days uh, in just so many different things. But you've always been honest about that. And, and even just talking now, I'm feeling super encouraged uh, in chatting with you and the fact that you, we have such a mega star like yourself and in and, and such a great film and, and just such a, a successful career that you've had that you just have maintained that. And that's super, super fantastic. I wish more people uh, were like that. You know what I mean? Because it just makes the world a difference, if that makes any sense. It does make sense. And I, I thank you very much for that. But it's all, you know, by the grace and mercy of God that I've been able to do this and, and have my children also have, you know, faith. And I, and especially during this time right now that we're in, you know, I pray that everyone, you know, just understands that there's a power greater than themselves in control and, mm-hmm. you know, try to stay positive and, and united and kind and considerate of one another, you know. Absolutely. Um, that's Absolutely. my prayer for right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is an yeah. awesome message. Preach it. We all need to hear that because I feel like <laughs> with all of this insanity that's happening right now, it just feels like yeah. we could really at any moment, if we're not careful, just spiral out of control. How has this been for you? I, I've been following you on social media and I know you've been doing a lot of outdoor activities and going on hikes. How, how are you filling your yeah. time right now? Because we can't go anywhere. Are, are your kids driving you crazy right. yet, or are they just, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, my kids are not driving me crazy. My daughter is, you know, is you know, she's 16, video games and stuff. My son, you know, he has his own life, but he's come to see me, and we spend time together, and, you know, we, we do things like hikes, and, you know, we like to go shooting and do stuff like that, but we go to a private gun range, and... Um, Taryn Tactical, who I love, by the way, he's, he's a very dear friend of mine. And I spend a lot of time with God, but, you know, I feel like that's what he wants right now. I, I believe that. And, you know, it's, it's hard. It's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. It really is hard, but you've got to fight. You've got to fight to believe that God has a great plan for us and he's in control and it is good. So no matter what, how dark it seems, and I am very saddened by the people who are affected by this virus and who have lost their lives. I'm very saddened by that, and I'm not trying to diminish that at all. But God is still on the throne, and he's in control. And we have to have faith in that and know that this will pass and that something good is going to come out of this. And that, like I said, my prayer is that people will become more united you know, and realize how much we need each other. Yeah, I agree with you. And I feel like that he has just kind of intentionally, and again, not to diminish this, because this is just really unprecedented, in my opinion, but to just put literally America on hold right now. It's crazy. Uh, You know, like, we literally can't do anything. Like, I've gone out and, you know, I've gone grocery shopping and, and gotten necessities. But one of the challenges I know I face as a parent and my son, who's five and a half, I, I got a late start with kids, but my son, who is five and a half, you know, it's hard for him to process what's going on. Like he's doing online school. You know, we live in the Bay Area, yeah. so we're used to going to 
aquariums in San Francisco and Six Flags. And all of that, you know, has just been halted indefinitely. And it's crazy to think that, you know, hopefully we'll be able to go do things again. But even when that happens, we will. Yeah, yeah. And even when we do, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not <laughs> definitely. We not. will. Yeah, it can't last forever. <laughs> you know, it can't last forever. No. We, we will survive. Um, no. Despite we will survive. what we're being told. And I think that, you know, at the end of the day, I think we'll be a better nation for it. That's my hope. And we'll be able to just there you go. appreciate people. Uh, amen. Far greater. That's exactly. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's it. You know, we have to believe. And that's why I said it's not easy, but you've got to believe that something good is going to come out of this. We have to believe that or else it is easy to spiral into fear and panic and dismay, you know, and lose hope. And we can't do that. We can't allow that to happen. You know, we really can't. We've got to encourage each other and build each other up, you know, and, and believe that there is a power greater than ourselves. Absolutely. Well, one last thing I want to chat about here. I know that you have, over time, have developed this amazing talent and I for interior design and creativity. <laughs> how, how did that all start uh, for you? You know, I've been doing that since I was a little girl. You know, I would literally sit under my, my grandmother had a blackberry tree and I would sit under there and just build rooms with the sticks and leaves and my Barbie houses. I didn't really play with the Barbies. I really just decorated and redecorated my Barbie houses. <laughs> so, you know, going through life, I always decorated my friends. were like, oh, that's great. Will you do my room? Will you do this? Will you do that? And so finally, now in the past three and a half years, I'm like, you know what? I really enjoy it. I love it so much. And I want to be able to help people because I believe your home is your sanctuary. It's your place of refuge. It, it inspires you. It should be where you have your peace, where you get inspired, where you get replenished and renewed. And I want to give people that, you know. And I've decided that my main goal right now is to help people who are starting over whether it be from addiction or, you know, losing their money or whatever, or getting out of an abusive relationship, whatever it is, we all have to start over sometimes. And I want to help them do that and make them feel worthy, you know, and give them a space that they know that they can go home to at the end of the day, dealing with this world, that they can go home to and feel peace and worthiness and love and strength and renewal. And so that's my goal right now is to start doing that once all this is, you know, over and we're able to commune again <laughs> with other yeah. people. Yeah, um, without being six you know, feet apart. That's what I want to do. Right. I want to be able to build beautiful homes for people, give them beauty in their lives. It's so important. It really is. So, so once we're past all this, I mean, do you intend to allow people to maybe connect with you and reach out to you for consultations? Is that kind of where you see this going? Or... Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm also, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm also looking at doing a show, you know, what, like I said, where I go and I help people start over. And that's something I really, really want to do. It's really important to me. Well, that is awesome. Right now. Well, I look forward yeah. to that. And once Hollywood starts greasing the wheels again and, and the 
television <laughs> industry picks back up again and you know we start living normal i look forward to the content that you're going to release and you know I'll, I'll be in touch with claudia and it would be great to just hear more of those stories and there there was a show that was on I think it was Extreme Home Makeover, maybe, or one of those shows. And I always felt like uh-huh. that was such a great yeah. thing where, you know, they went out and, and they helped people like that. Or even Queer Eye, I think, on Netflix. It's similarly the same where they go out and they help yeah. people kind of just remodel their lives. And I think it's great when when individuals like yourself who have such a platform and, and you're willing to to do that and to go out and connect and let people know, Hey, you know, I want to help. And I look forward to what that looks like. I mean, who knows? I think it's going to be huge, right? Like there's just going to be so much opportunity (laughs) that people are going to have. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate your time, Stacy, chatting with me and just connecting this way as as we talk about, you know, the 25th anniversary of Clueless and just how s- such a, a landmark film it was. And, and of course, your faith and obviously your your interior design and a, a potential show. So that's cool. You heard it here first on the Open Mic Podcast. Uh, we might get some super <laughs> cool content. But if people want to just learn more about you as far as what you're doing, how can they connect with you on social media? What are your handles? Uh, Instagram, Stacy Dash. Twitter, Stacy Dash. Facebook, Stacy Dash. <laughs> so that, that's, that, that's it. And that's I. I I love interacting with my fans um, and supporters on social media. So, you know, that's all good. And I also do Cameo, which I'm really enjoying right now because I've I've been able to help some people going through a really hard time right now and encourage them. And I think it's so important that we do that for each other, that we stay positive. You know, there's so much, there's so much darkness out there right now. Turn on the TV. It's all just darkness. And I want to be something I want to be a vessel of light and I want more people to do that as well. Yes, I agree with you. And sometimes we just have to turn the TV off because it's so overwhelming. Yeah. I stopped watching <laughs> yeah, it at this point. <laughs> yeah. Like after the second yeah, week, no, I was like, it. enough is enough. Um, well, that right? is super cool. Yeah. I mean, we could have a whole nother conversation <laughs> about that, but we won't. It's just, it's right. too much, yeah. too much. Um, well, thanks again. And Cameo is a great way to connect with these folks as well. And of course, all of her socials. And of course, if you're listening and you have not seen Clueless, which I would find hard to believe, uh, you need to watch it. You're clueless because you're missing out on, uh, on such a great film. Stacy Dash, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it. Thank you, Brett. God bless. Thanks for choosing to join in to this week's episode. Be sure to follow the show on social media, Brett's Open Mic, on all platforms, and to subscribe to the show on your player of choice, which is absolutely free. Finally, please consider sharing this episode with a friend. Every little bit helps. Until next time, cheers! Cheers!